Hello, welcome to Podcast Versus Play, episode 218. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who asked me what's for dinner tonight. I said, Wookiee steak. He asked, is it any good? I said, it's a little chewy. <laughs> <laughs> Tony bloody Dan. Ding, ding. Hello. Ding, ding, indeed. This is a very um, kind of like last minute podcasting because I've, I've just walked through the bloody door, Dan. It is, mate. It's impromptu because I was in the middle of watching Stranger Things season four, getting into Apologies. it, and then you're like, let's just do a podcast and talk about shit. <laughs> As if I've got nothing better to do. I'm watching Stranger Things, mate. With reason, though. With reason, Dan. Good now, fun. I find it... Obviously, normally you don't know the the contents of the podcast until we started and we get into it. Obviously, we're going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Spoilers for the Disney Plus show, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're going to be talking about all three episodes released so far. However, why is this the only podcast that you show up to where you haven't wore your Jedi dressing gown? It's over there, mate. (laughs) It's over there, and I'm not getting it. We've done we've done Mandalorian stuff where you've wore it. We've done Star Wars stuff where you've wore it. We've just done oh, podcasts really? where you've wore. It. Yeah, <laughs> I mean to be fair, it's what it's the first of June, mate. It's the start of summertime. That is true. I can't be wearing that is true. a nice warm dressing gown, so it's just a nice <laughs> cat hair covered hoodie instead. <laughs> well, as, as all Jedi's wear. <laughs> but Dan, we're going to be talking about Obi One now. We haven't really talked much about yeah, any of the no. episodes together. Um, so first and foremost, what what do you bloody think, mate? Um, so there's a few things that I really quite like about the show, and there's a few things that I'm just sort of like, eh. like I think I think the things that bother me about it have bothered you. Like again, like you say, we haven't really spoke much about it, other than like a few sort of you know just a bit text messages here and there, kind of yeah. But we haven't sat down and really talked about it. Um, but the things that I really enjoying so far is the world it doesn't yeah. feel like it doesn't feel like it's prequel world where it's all shiny and p- polished and it feels more rogue one-ish that it's yeah. a bit more sort of like dusty and dirty and people are just sort of scrabbling about and a bit mando in that same kind of sense but he <laughs> rather than just like a traveler who's just sort of like moving through to go off and do some cool mission it's just obi-wan just in the filth and the grime working in a like a production line meat or whatever it just looks like like even Cal Kestis's kind of like you know forlorn schlubbiness of just working in like a scrapyard thing like I've got games where your job is to break down starships like if I could have Cal Kestis's job I'd be made up I, I wouldn't be able to believe it right but what they've got Obi-Wan doing with just sort of like just cutting up a giant dead desert monster that just seems like the most boring like monotonous purposeless purposeless work yeah. in the world and like this this sort of just sort of like like constant monotonous day that he just needs to just sort of keep his mind away from being it, it's the same story that they gave to the um, Mads Mikkelsen's um, uh, oh shit what's his character name now in Rogue One anyway um, oh yeah yeah like, the beginning the, yeah, they had him working on a farm to keep his mind occupied. So because he, he yeah. was, you know, like a weapons research builder and stuff like that, you know. So it's just busy work to keep the mind busy. Yeah, keep him going. Um, yeah, exactly. And I suppose if, again, if he's not using the forces, he's, he's lost that connection with the force, and it makes him infinitely harder to track. 
because yeah. it seems that like with the the Jedi that we do see getting chased down by the Inquisitors in this, like they can't help but just get involved yeah. in stuff. That to me seems like it's that's the easiest giveaway. Like I think that um, what's the the sister, the third sister? What's her name? Reva. Reva. That's it. Yeah. So she does something very clever and just lobs a knife at someone, yeah. and then the Jedi stops it. Obviously, either they sit there and let them die, or they're going to stop it and then give themselves up instead. Yeah. I get the sense from this that Obi Wan would absolutely let that knife go straight in that dude's face. Yeah. Like he's too big of a he's too big of a pawn, and like he could be used for leverage and the bounty. Well, he, he, he had that opportunity, didn't he? After like he was having with... an argument with uh, with Owen, and then um... great performance by. That felt yeah, it's good. Well. To, it's good to see him back as well. But yeah, the, for sure. Y- you got that impression there because at any point he could have just jumped down and be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Come on, let's not do." He's this. like, "Oh, it's I'm just... over here," and then yeah, just yeah. Jedi everyone. But it just, <laughs> just it just seems that he's hundred percent lost his edge. Like he's absolutely out of the game. Yeah, he's purposefully trying to keep his head down. He's trying to keep out of the way. Um, and I think that the the world that they're kind of building around him and. Like the fact that we've seen um, Alderaan now as well, like that looks like that just looks yeah. like. Of course, it's the most beautiful, picturesque, <laughs> lovely well, it planet. Has to, it has to be. That's going to get it? blown up. Of course, it yeah. is. Um, but I think that like um, the kid that they've got playing Leia. You know me. I'm not a fan of child actors whatsoever. Stranger Things being one of only a few exceptions. I'd yeah. say. Um, the kid who's playing Leia seems a lot younger than um, a kid would well, usually need to be to be quite a good actor, and I think she's really quite good. Like yeah, for yeah. her age, comparatively, I think she's she's not just like a child just waiting for someone behind a camera to like do a thing to like get her attention or whatever. Like she's delivering like funny lines like and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, but that's that's when they're just sort of like you can tell when it's just like a kid just sat there just. Like, just looking at things in the studio, and there's just someone, and they're like, oh, what's going on? Like, you see it in, like, like TV shows and stuff yeah. like that all the time. But the kids, you know, what can you do? The fact that they've got someone that young that can memorise all of these lines and deliver them, and they've got, like, a, a, a kind of a chemistry with Ewan McGregor as well. Yeah. Um, I, I really like that. I was, I was surprised that they put her in it. I thought it'd just be sort of like, a, oh, here's um, Jimmy Smith's Bail Organa. Oh, that's a cool little... Oh, look at that guy he was in the prequels as well that's cool what a cool little flashback um and then uh then she would be in it and they'd do the hair and all that sort of stuff yeah um and then they'd be like da da and then he'd just move away and move on the same way they did with Luke like he's there he's just in the background and now it's just like a layer in Luke a layer in Obi-Wan sort of adventure romp it's the new Grogu <laughs> I mean <laughs> I do not believe for a second that, like, again, I think she's performing things very well. I think she's delivering things very well. There is absolutely, Callum, no way that either the bounty hunters or anyone on that fucking planet wouldn't have caught her like that. Yeah. Like, that she's chase, about five that... years old. That chase scene that goes on for about 15 minutes, we're all, like, tripping over themselves. And I was just like, have we gone into, like, a CBB's cartoon... I... I saw a comment about this. This is one of the biggest gripes, and it, it it soured the episode for me in the first one. And I was unhappy anyway because I, I watched it away from home. So instead of there's a 65 inch 4K TV primed for watching this bloody Disney Plus stuff. 
Yeah, I've got a tiny penis. But <laughs> the- <laughs> just but- so we all know, just so we're all clear on that. Yeah, <laughs> I had to watch it on a barely 1080p, like maybe nearly 32 inches, maybe. But I think it was actually smaller than that. And yes. I was, that that put me in a bad mood. Anyway, I had to mess with the brightness and contrast and everything else because some parts were too dark, some parts were too bright. It was awful. Put me off. Anyway, episode on its own, that fucking chase scene is abysmal. Like you say, like they, they all they had to do was extend the arm and they would have caught it without even running. Um, yeah. Or but, stun blaster, bong gone. Yeah, I mean to be fair, when it first started, it was that fumbly. I thought it was like a game. That they were, that they played, and then I know only, exactly uh, what you mean. And then he'd be like, "Shot the guard." <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was, and then he'd be like, "Oh, um, you know, oh well, your time was, you know, you, you were six minutes behind that you should have been. You should have got away." Yeah. Like, so it's like Bale trying to like train her, like with like surprise yeah. encounters. Yeah, um, because like you say, it seemed quite forced that they were kind of keeping a distance, or they were doing that thing. I think they've done that in quite a few sort of Star Wars mediums where they'll be like. Oh no, we're being chased by a thing. You better, you better help me, Empire. Yeah. And they let them in or whatever. And I thought it'd be maybe that sort of thing as well, where it was like trying to fake her into something else. But it was supposed to be a legitimate chase. Like <laughs> the fact that that wasn't over almost immediately. It was I, awful. That, that did take me off guard. But I but, don't know if they were just like they're just padding for time. Are they trying to make out that she's like really, you know? Well, but she wasn't like doing parkour and stuff. And again, it's absolutely not the kid's fault. It's not her but fault. I cannot it believe was filmed poorly. That like, a, a child of that age could be, unless they were saying that she's like, she's like because of the force. That, that's you know, what people online are saying. She's using the force. Like fuck off, she wasn't. It was I, just I mean, a, a poorly choreographed fight. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe that that's the case because she barely knows anything about the Jedi and she asks no. what the force is and stuff like. What does it feel like? How would you ask? Why would you ask that unless you've already done something like that yeah. yourself? And also, hasn't it been established that with like Luke and Leia? their powers don't develop until they're, like, way older. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, like, this... I, like, I, I think, think that, like... I actually think there's a thing... I can't, I can't remember what, I, what it's in, whether it's in a book or a comic or something, but Leia's powers don't come to fruition until she knows about Vader. Oh, really? Okay. I, so I, 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 I could be wrong on that. I just don't know why that's that's in my head. And well, maybe I, it's, I, like, again, the exposure to Luke and... I, I don't know, but um, I, I think that like the whole little adventure that they're going on is uh, kind of cool. I like the fake Jedi appearance from that fellow that I can never remember. <laughs> yeah. um, like as soon as he walked into that room and those just sort of like freaking down gates, and I was just like, "That ain't a Jedi, absolutely not." Um, but um, like he he was great. Um, like I like the, I like the fake out of him where it made you think that he was going to go and claim. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he instantly he'd just be like, okay, well, there's like fifty thousand credits or something like that, and for this guy, I know where he's going. I'll go and get him. Yeah. Um, but there's um, like so. Okay, so yeah, let's jump forward a bit. So the Inquisitors themselves, I like the fellow with like the weird turtle dish thing on his head. <laughs> he's got sort of like a roboty kind of voice. Yeah. Um, he seems like quite sort of like okay, you seem like a bad guy. He's better in Rebels. Um, I'll, I'll I'll admit that. Um, I don't remember him from Rebels, if yeah. I'm honest. But I I got the sense when I saw him that I was just like, this seems familiar. And I know that there's Inquisitors in um, Fallen Order, but I don't think it's any of these Inquisitors. No, it's, no. The other, it's the other sisters and brothers. 
Um, but um, like, I think he's like again, but he just hasn't had much to do yet. He's just sort of standing, griping about you know everyone. Why, why are you getting picked for things or whatever? The other sister, they've not done anything with her yet. She's just another one's just there and for the same bit. And again, in in Rebels, she's like full on, not not full Sith Lord level of extreme, but like she's a f- real pain in the ass for fucking the, <laughs> Kanan and and Ezra and them. And it's yeah. only when Maul comes into it that you realise she's not that powerful. But yeah. she gives off the impression she's very fucking competent and she's obviously killed hundreds of maybe thousands of other Jedi's. Um but in this she hasn't I think the most screen time she has is in the, the last the the latest episode. Yeah, where she's just told to go and send some droids out, which she goes and does. But I hate I hate Reva. Um, the actress I... is fine and she just feels massively out of place to me, like it doesn't seem like she's the biggest threat there. It feels like it should be the turtle head guy, or yeah, the chick, um, if she's from something else and has been way more sinister. I mean, I get the fact that she's like she's making a power play, and yeah, you know, she's just trying to sort of like fuck everyone over and get to the top, and she wants to be, you know, with Vader. Um, and I, I kind of get that sort of like power grabbing side of the Sith, but she just doesn't feel like she doesn't have an aura, a vibe of no. being you know kind of like even just sort of like imperial toffery you know like a, a Tarkin or yeah, like yeah. Um, the guy fucking Ben Mendelsohn's um, uh, Krennic director yes. Krennic yeah um, he's just sort of like he's just a bureaucrat but he's like he's still seething in absolute hatred and you can feel that sort of like oh you're a <laughs> like vibe just coming off him <laughs> whereas she just doesn't she hasn't maybe she's just she, she hasn't had that moment to kind of like be a prick. She seems too but, forced. Lol. Hey, hey, oh, um, <laughs> unintentional. Well, I, I like because I know that with the the sort of the brief amount that we talked about it, you weren't a fan from her like from the get go. And I was just like, yeah. well, you know, she's fine. She's not intimidating. She's not scared. Like I, I can't see Obi Wan going like, oh my god, it's her. No, I can see a child being scared of her. Sure, because she's got a fucking lightsaber. But that's about it. Also, just off topic, costume design, incredible. Everyone yeah, looks yeah, fucking yeah. banging. Set the granny quiz. Wasn't well, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll I mean, I know. Again, you've got you've got a bigger <laughs> issue with him, but it wasn't until Vader showed up that I was like, "Oh, that's a bad guy." Yeah. Like that is someone who will just walk down the street and just kill random people. Like that's that's why he's the big bad guy, and like. I always like that sort of like it's just something you kind of just mentioned there when you know like you think that someone is like oh my god this is like the biggest most powerful whatever until the next big fisher come like yeah. comes along and just swats them aside like they're nothing that's what he is like I got a, a real sense of that kind of like Rogue One Vader Hall scene yeah. just like the people that are just there they are just an inconvenience yeah like, they, they are not a threat no threat whatsoever. But, these people in the street, though, this isn't just like him just going like Kylo Ren and just sort of go, oh, oh God, I'm just going to just, you know, whinge about things. He's just doing what she did, yeah, but way better. So instead of just like throwing a knife at someone, he's dragging them out and choking them in the street. Snap, snapping the necks. He's just waiting for Obi-Wan to just sort of have that like, Argh! and then you see it as soon as he like, yeah. oh, I love that when that kid just like comes running out and he just goes, snap. 
And it's just his neck's just gone. Yeah. And then like he drags that, and then he's just dragging her down the street after him. And then you can see he just goes like that. He just he's like got him. Yeah. And then he's just <laughs> he's just like an old movie mummy monster of just he's just everywhere. It doesn't and say like, it doesn't say anything. He's just no plod, plodding along. <laughs> just plodding along. And every time, like you can tell how absolutely out of his depth is. It's just is just not even trying. Yeah. And then he just like that's probably one of the best things I've seen in most of the sort of recent thing. He like he just like he's just sort of like I've got you and I'm gonna yeah. fucking make you suffer for this. And he just like tips all that shit all over the floor. He's just got him like that, sets it on fire, and then just drags him through fire. And I was just like, now, oh bloody hell! Now originally. Um, and and there will be a lot of comparisons to Rebels without spoilers because I know you haven't finished all of Rebels just yet. No, I've only got like you, half and you a need to. Left. You do need to. I know. I know. Um, but I honestly think like Rogue One, Vader's still best Vader, and there was I didn't want them to meet each other in this series. This is what I was going to ask you because you were very clear about like how's that going to work and how does that yeah. tie in. And then it was literally like because I almost messaged you today saying like, "Oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be happy about this." <laughs> but it was literally the next thing that happened because I thought it would just be like it would be like a cat and mouse kind of thing. Yeah, you know? they'd always just almost it, just be around. He, the corner he was from each on other. this planet. Now he's gone to this other planet, and it was just like yeah. say just just missing each other. And the only thing, all they can do is just retcon. This is it now. So yeah, the, it's the, just like, well, yeah, they did meet. Yeah, they build it up to because <laughs> it's never. I don't think it's ever explicitly said that they never met up until a new hope, but it's the phrasing that's used in in that movie that well, it's like, gives um, the implication uh, that know, they've oh, never met. You you haven't you know my powers have grown since the last time we saw you. Well, yeah, if there's twenty years between then oh, no, it, and then it, a new hope, well, of course it's going to be. It, it goes on about like the last time we met. Um, you was I was I was just but the apprentice and you were the master. Now I'm the master. Mm. Some to that degree, I can't remember the exact. But that wording. was also nearly fifty years ago. Yeah, this so was. This, I, 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 they didn't sit there and go right. Just in case we we have our we get we, <laughs> we need get, to open end this story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just Wait, like I, that. I it's just because it was never addressed before. Yeah, I do, I just don't think that you need to be quite by the book. Like like with Rogue One, they obviously did it like. Like from the end of that film is the start yeah. of a new hope, and they've tied that together really quite perfectly. Um, but does that mean that you know no one can ever meet or talk or no other interactions can ever happen because it wasn't mentioned fifty years ago? Well, that would be a bit. You, you might as well not do anything else around this time period. Anymore. Yeah, just go back and do the old Republic, or go forward and do new, you know, Ray Skywalker but, stuff. But, like I, I don't have an issue with them doing that because we get these kind of results. Like where it was, it was a fantastic first meeting for them. It was real yeah, fucking was good. A, Not for Obi Wan, obviously, but for oh, us, I loved him just getting the, the shit kicked out of him because, like, he's just been this absolute powerhouse all yeah. through this series, and it's just he doesn't know what he's doing anymore, no. and he's just getting like this guy's just like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you so hard, 
and oh my god you're gonna feel it along yeah. the way like stop stop swinging that at me you're not gonna hit me so stop it and you're gonna burn and i'm gonna cut your legs off like i could just see it in his brain and he's just like oh mate you are so screwed yeah you are because, so because screwed. He, know, he knows that he knows his strength he knows the power and you can see it just from like the fact that obi-wan's swinging at him with two hands and he's just got one hand and he's just yeah, like ching <laughs> ching i noticed the exact same thing he's just just like that it's just no yeah. like no you, you you it's like he's got like a broadsword he's just yeah. walloping Which, him with it and he's you know like, he's no. got he's got the cyber cyber <laughs> like enhancements to to improve his strength and everything else as well as true but that's only in his that's only his forearm though so yeah but i imagine it's still made of fucking whatever it's made out of is still a lot stronger than obi-wan's are <laughs> like probably yeah um but the the the, the only thing i don't like so far is it's kind of like a double-edged sword so I'm really happy they killed off shit-looking Grand Inquisitor or did they? but this is the thing because obviously you can change the meetings of Vader and Obi-Wan leading up to A New Hope because like you say it was 50 odd years ago that's fine stuff's happened they've changed their directions will change and like I say as far as I'm aware it's not explicitly said the where he left him on Mustafar to where they meet Again, on A New Hope, it was that time and that time, and that was it. That's fine. Mm. But the Grand Inquisitor is the main bad in Rebels Season 1, through, well, through most of Rebels, which is like X amount uh, no, of years Thrawn, after... Didn't Thrawn come in? He, didn't he become the big sort of foil for them? Yeah, but that was like 3, I think. Season 3, oh, yeah. I believe. Maybe, maybe the back end of 2 going into it's three it's been a while since I've watched like the, the I actually like, started watching it yesterday again really <laughs> yeah again, from, from yeah. the first episode um, but there's a do you remember Vader coming into it in Rebels uh, I do um, because I think um, it's after they've gone for like some Sith holocron and Maul's like trying to like coax Ezra to like oh no that's that's, that's way after that is he's been in it a lot of times up to that point but in, like when they first meet him um, Ezra and Kanan are in a hangar and then Kanan's just like we gotta go he just stops because he senses something he's like we've gotta oh, yeah, go no, we've gotta like go he floats down from yeah, he's he like can, a he lift can, or something like he, I can't remember if he comes in a lift or through the door but they, they have to engage him and he's just like fucking battering them all over the place like, yeah. n- n- like nothing's happening um, and then he drops uh, Ezra shoots and Kane and cuts the uh, AT-80 and he just lands on Vader and then they make their escape and then all of a sudden the AT-80 just goes and just goes up in the air and he stands <laughs> up and with the exception of Rogue One that was my favourite Vader new Vader encounter but now I think that that's dropped down again because this unsuspecting one it was yeah, pretty fucking is, good <laughs> like, I, I like this just like he doesn't need to be you know, like a Yoda sort of like flipping around and doing bad skills or whatever. Yeah. All he needs to just be is just technically accurate. Yeah. So it's like you swing, deflection. You're going to shoot me, deflection. Like, as long as nothing can touch him. And it, like, it, it's just because it's, is it still um, Hayden Christensen in the actual suit doing the fighting? Well, I'm not 100% sure because I know in the back to tank it is. Yeah, it 100% is. Yeah. And that, again, that prosthetic stuff like where it's like it's Obi-Wan's eyes and also I didn't even really picture this in my brain but it wasn't until Reva says oh Anakin's still alive and Obi-Wan's like what? like 
it's it's just never struck me before that well he cut his arm and his legs off and left him to die in a fire like of course he thinks he's dead why wouldn't he but there are only like four people that know who vader's that vader's anakin him true is one but then if you want to go further then in a new hope he already knew who he was so how would he know who he was if he hadn't seen him like this would just be some just terrifying bad guy that he's yeah but that that, but but yoda's one of the other ones that knows who he is that that could literally be explained away just yoda going by the way (laughs) darth vader's anakin and he goes, yeah, what? or you could also just explain it away <laughs> this by is, having no, them meet. This makes exactly this makes, yeah. this makes sense. But if yeah, if yeah, you yeah. turn around and said they've never fought, but Yoda tells him because he needs to let Luke know when he's older because he's going to have to go and batter him up. <laughs> but let's say that the beauty the beauty of any kind of medium like this is things can change, and as long as it's done right, it's okay, and. Like I say, for the most part, I think this is definitely one of the stronger Disney Plus shows. I think Mandalorian, up to now, I, I do prefer Mandalorian, mainly because it was a a bit of a risk, in a sense of it was completely different to the other Star Wars properties we've had before. It was more of yeah, a... it's just it was something a, in parallel. But yeah, it was a, it was a spaghetti it was Western, and, and, it, and it worked. Boba Fett, I think, is definitely the weakest of, of the lot. And I think this... By the end of this season, I think this could be the strongest one. Possibly so, but I think that that's probably because as this is just like going to be just a one-off and they're only going to do these six, they can put all of the time and effort into like making everything look great and yeah. just having one contained little story bubble and they just make that and then they don't have to worry about it again. Yeah. Like you say, like Mando, they go, Wait, we take a punt on it if people like it, well, sure, we can just have him doing other wacky adventures with a crazy yeah, crew or yeah. whatever. Um, but then when people do like it, like, oh, my God, now we have to make another season. Got to do another and one. it's got to be better. <laughs> and, whereas this, there's no pressure, and you can just kind of, like, write a compelling story that kind of, like, what? ties these, these two characters back together again. Do you think he'd come back for another one? What, you McGregor? Both, well, both. I know Hayden Christian would, but do you McGregor would? Um... I don't know. I mean, again, I think it would depend at this point. Like, it's not because there's like cool lightsaber fights going on. It's it, this is far more story and character driven. It's just that I would rather that instead of the, I'd rather the the Inquisitors. In my head, as it stands at the moment, this is how I think I would have rather it played out. Right. So, like the in the first, it might be the second episode when he finds out about Anakin, and then it sort of like cuts from Ewan McGregor's eyes, and then it cuts to like. Hayden Christensen's yeah. just like that whole back to look is just oh my god like, it's just like that is a villain yeah it, that is a terrifying scary bad guy right so if like with because then you see like his arm come on and get like attached like Robocop style like he gets reassembled <laughs> like I think if they did piece that together so it's just the you know the eyes like the recognition in the force that you know he was he locked onto him he or he sensed him or whatever and then, like, over two or three episodes, he was kind of, like, the building, like, assembling the robot. Um, not taking that time in his real time, obviously, but, you know, you just sort of, like, you're hyping up, oh, he's, he's going to be, like, he's gonna be, he's gonna be involved in this in some way. Um, and then you have the Inquisitors be, like, a real threat, like a real foil yeah. to this guy, who, again, he's out, of the, he's out of the loop. He's not really that good anymore. Um, you know, he can just about hold his own against these. 
and then in like your fifth or your sixth episode, like Vader comes in, in, and he like you know have Reva go a bit mad. She's like, no, he's mine, and like swing at him or something. And Vader's just like, no, crack neck, yeah. and then he's just just nothing to him. And Obi Wan's just like, oh no, hoo, so, hoo, hoo. no, I'm not getting involved <laughs> with you, mate. Like that would absolutely way sell. Like that whole kind of like, other than the Emperor, no one touches anyone close to this guy. Like in terms yeah. of just like raw physical power, like everyone should just be like. I did like that when he comes in, all the other Inquisitors are just like, no, they well, just they don't want to look up. They don't want to look at him. It's just like everyone is genuinely just on edge around this guy constantly. Because I think that's what's again a, another reference to Rebels, but they do a, a really good job. Like the Grand Inquisitor, the sister and the brother. Um, I think there's another brother that comes in later on, but they all give like Kanan and Emma. Like we can't, we can't fight these. We need to. Every time they appear, we need to fucking bail until we're forced to, and then we'll find a way out of it. Yada yada yada. But they're all given a very Im- impressive skill set, and you get the the feeling that they are very fucking powerful um, dark side users. Not Sith, but dark side users. Um, until Vader appears, and then they they just seem very weak and meager in comparison. And I think they've done a good job of that on this show, with maybe not the power set because the Inquisitor they haven't really done anything per se up to yet. Um, but when he is there, they like you say they're all very meek and just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't look at him, don't look at him, don't look at him, don't look except at him. for Reva, who seems to put herself on the same fucking. Level. Exactly, but this is the thing. And that's I what think I don't that, like. No, but I think that that is something that potentially could come back on her. So she's like, "Oh, I'm better than you," because like I've been chatting to Vader and he's asked me to do a yeah, thing. And, but he's still he's still very cl- very clear on the fact of like, if you fuck this up, I'll kill you. Yeah, and like she doesn't seem that like to comprehend that. Oh, he's actually. Oh, I'm going to fail or whatever. So it feels like to me that she's building up to this like you know like you say we're BFFs. We're going to be like, you know, sitting all over the place, and then Vader's just going to get sick of her and just choke her to death and just be good, just be done with her. Yeah. Or he's, she's like, she's killed the Grand Inquisitor. She kills the other brothers and sisters, and then she's like, boom, Vader, I'm going to kneel before you. I'm going to be your apprentice, and he's like, actually, I've already got an apprentice. And then Star Killer comes out, and it's Sam Whitworth. Oh my god! And he just double lights, they just chops her the fuck up. Oh my oh. god! Can you imagine that? That'd be incredible. Did you see the uh, the theory for um, Jedi Survivor that the person in the bat oh, tank one. is Star Killer? I love see... them to bring him back. The only thing, like, obviously, again, I'll have to retcon all of that entire thing. Yeah, you just couldn't to have, have that the story character. from the game. No, but yeah, that like this like perfect like Weird. force user clone with Star Killer base. True, but was that not more of a reference to Luke Starkiller rather than potentially? Like I say, it could have gone either way. <laughs> but... I'd say it's probably more likely as that was his original name rather yeah. than just <laughs> some guy invented for a video game. <laughs> but like some like incredibly powerful, like uncontrollable force user that just you know has just been like twisted into like Vader's cool apprentice that could just for the stuff that he can't be bothered to deal with. Yeah. Like you know, like when the emperor just sort of like sends Anakin off to the like the trade fellas on Mustafar, and it's just like just go and just kill them all. Yeah, which is exactly what he goes and does. But it's because the emperor is 
can't be bothered with that. Yeah, that's so I've, had a, I've had a long day. <laughs> I just want to. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm look at my face. <laughs> look, look at the state of me. I need, I need a good eight hours, right? And it's difficult when I'm emperor of the galaxy, right? But if he just had like that Star Killer, like just like a mental, you know, force freak user on a lead that he could just release and just be like, I'm sick of all that. Just go and kill them all because yeah. I've got better things to be doing. Or I can't be associated to it, so I'll yeah. be over here. I think I think like because the only thing that always like really gets on my gets on my nerves a little bit is seeing Vader like this and then seeing him in A New Hope. And I know obviously it was filmed years and years and years ago, and yep. that's not what we should be looking at. But it's the fact that he goes from like I've, we've said it before on podcasts, but but they go from Rogue One where he's he's tearing shit up. He he's no fucking effort. He's menacing as hell. What a fucking nightmare! You see him in. We see him in Obi Wan. He's snapping people's necks. He's he's setting Obi Wan on fire and dragging him through the ground. And then we see him in a New Hope. And he's bing, bing, <laughs> bing. Well, take it up with George Lucas then. What's more to the point? Take it up with George Lucas fifty years ago. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. That's this what... isn't very exciting. What happens in fifty years when they make a prequel about this? He's like, what the hell are you on that's about? That's what I mean. It shouldn't. It shouldn't come into it. It's just. It just. No, it's it always shouldn't. there in the back of my brain because I was like, do you know where we go from here? downhill <laughs> well this is the thing right if you, if you wanted to say that Rogue One was like that whole the whole point of that film is to explain away why there's a hole in the Death Star that blows the whole thing up <laughs> sure that's a reason for it to exist but then why don't you go oh actually one of the buttons on his chest if you press it he goes down to like 15% power which is why he's like uh, 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 uh. there you go another plot hole explained so they had a the, the, the old suit was micro USB slow charge and there's the new one is USB C. <laughs> it's just got like a huge Duracell battery that like clicks into his back. <laughs> There's actually a pretty interesting story where uh, Palpatine. So Anakin is limited on what force powers he can use because of the suit. So we can't use like any electrical base powers. <laughs> yeah, because that would just kill him. But <laughs> well, well, fuck his electronics up. Yeah, or his breathing yeah, apparatus yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's uh, there's there's other powers that he, he's limited that he can't use, but. Anakin knows this and he tinkers with with his own suit as much as he can. But surely there'd be there'd be some kind of material that they could that Anakin could use that wouldn't conduct electricity the same way that normal electronics do. There has to be. Maybe maybe so, but like by if you just sort of strip away all like the kind of like the fancy cool powers and just have it as just like like physical manipulation yeah. and you go I can do that and that doesn't affect me and it doesn't like because I, I get the sense he probably doesn't like having robot legs and robot arms and being trapped <laughs> in a robot suit constantly probably not like which is why he has to swim in the back to constantly like so making that whole deal better like surely the better that he feels the less powerful he is so if you go, yeah. I'll just be in pain, so I'm more powerful, and I can just like imagine if like his his RPG that's skill tree, point, right? Yeah. That's a very it's got point. like his force lightning, and then it's you know force mind control, and then force blah blah blah, and he's just like, now fuck all of that, force telekinesis. I'd, all my points are going into that, yeah, and I can yeah. just crush necks at will, and I can just drop things on people and stop things, and just like. I, I, I want to see him sort of like that kind of like Kylo Ren kind of like pure raw power of like catching a blaster bolt in midair that I, sort of I still think regardless of what anybody thinks of the, the new trilogy and Kylo Ren in particular that opening scene's fantastic yeah it's 
solid. And like the, that is how you sort of set up. A, again, it's how you set up a good bad guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you can tell, like you say, just the power alone. He's not even looking. He just fucking stops it, holds it there for the entirety of the entire conversation. And it's only when he mm. takes his helmet off that that all goes downhill. <laughs> and we've got fucking Donkey McFace. Is fucking. <laughs> and I, think I think he's quite. He's an oh, untraditionally handsome man. No, it's just a case of he doesn't look like Kylo Ren. Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe it's. But this is the thing. Same as Vader. Go, Once Vader's helmet comes off, he's not as menacing anymore. Yeah, but it does thirty seconds before he dies. So yeah, it so it's, yeah, it's fine. It's fine, and it's part of it's part of the. But then, if the you thing. did the same thing again, though, then it would just be another thing that get. Well, he's always going to wear his helmet, isn't he? Just like Vader did. That's fine. <laughs> his helmet is pretty cool. It's it just, is pretty cool. I prefer like the restitched together one that's all like red yeah. and cracked. I like that. That's way cooler, I reckon. It, it just it just looks to me like I I sewed one of Roscoe's toys the other day because he ripped it, um, but I hadn't got any. It was like a brown squirrel, but I couldn't find any brown thread, so I just used black because like, it doesn't fucking mm. matter. It's a dog toy, so I sewed it back up and gave it to him. And that helmet reminds me of stuff like that, where they just go, we haven't got any black. <laughs> it's like, what have we got? Red. Yeah, just That'll do. <laughs> just glowing red neon, is that okay? Yeah, sure, it works. Works for the whole aesthetic, doesn't it? Cheers. Looks cool. And it's, an, it's a good way of selling extra toys. To go, oh, I've got, I've <laughs> yeah, got a Kylo then, Ren figure, but have you got the one with the, the red stitches? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But now you can get Obi-Wan, and then you can get... Obi Wan that's slightly burnt. He's got a burnt arm. <laughs> oh, he looks so he looks so sorry for himself, doesn't he? He's just on the floor like <laughs> He's just been had the shit kicked out of him, force choked, and then set on fire, and then he's been rescued by a single robot. Yeah. It's it's, Although, it's a great episode though. <laughs> uh, th- that is the best one of the three so far. Oh yeah, by like, far. I think yeah. like setting up like again, like I think that the the kind of like that they seem to be like like the actually the opening I think is probably that and like Obi Wan and Vader together like that opening when it's the like the Jedi Temple and it's just they're just sort of like doing their like cool like Tai Chi moves and then it's just like right battle Dead. mode everyone <laughs> and then it's just there's just clone troopers and it's just shit everywhere and I was just like this is a great like if this is what like Revenge of the Sith was like that is a film I would have fucking adored. Yeah, yeah. Because that felt like brutal and, you know, she was, you know, taking out troopers and stuff like that, but still ultimately getting overwhelmed, you know, by like the sheer amount of... Also, shout out to Tamwara Morrison popping up in yeah. full Clone Wars armour. That guy is Bearded set up. for life. Well, for the, next, like, I'll do... for the next few years at least. <laughs> I, he's in good shape, man. He'll be absolutely fine. And then you could just do clone trooper voiceover work forever. Same as James Earl Jones, he's still cracking about, isn't he? All I he's did, got to do is come in, do twenty minutes of work. This was something I was meant to ask um, prior to us hearing Darth Vader. Was I was wondering whether it was going to be James Earl Jones or the guy from the animated shows? Um, I'd say obviously they've got the James Earl Jones, but yeah, I think they'd whilst they've still got access to him, I say you, you've got to makes like, sense. Makes the only sense. reason that you should not use him is because. If it's like, so like you said, like a series where it's at least like, I'm going to be doing other things, so I can't commit yeah. to that much time, or he's dead. Yeah. If, yeah. if those two think you always get him in, because especially if this is another, like, how many live action Vader appearances do we get? You know, it's the original films, end of Revenge of the Sith, arguably, yeah. um, Rogue One for a little bit, and then this is going to be like that next I mean, big thing. I, I can't remember his name, but like, if, say, I don't know. 
he missed his flight or something and James Earl Jones couldn't get there. This guy sounds dead similar. He's got a really good secondary voice. You would just notice. I think if, like, you, I think again, if you dropped it in, I think it's... they might not. So if I like, say it was James Earl Jones and then it's, he's like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, miss a scene and then it's this new guy, I don't think you'd actually notice. I don't know. Like, I've got quite a good ear for this sort of stuff. <laughs> well, it shows but what I, you I think, know, because I rang Disney thing. and he did. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that if... But that's the thing. If they replaced him and there wasn't a good enough reason for them to replace him, I think I, would, I wouldn't be able to get past it. Yeah. But if he died and they just got a sound like, because they were like, that's our honour to him. You know, we want to just pay tribute and that's the Vader voice and that's what we need to get. So we'll get someone as close as possible to yeah. that. But it's not perfect. I'll be like, well, what are you going to do? He's dead. Yeah, like that's the only thing you can do. Or you literally to get him to read a dictionary, every word, <laughs> and then you piece it together afterwards. And to be fair, if I was James Earl Jones and they said, "Look, we don't want to keep bringing you in and doing these like hour voice long sessions or whatever," we'll give you 150 grand right now, and we just need you to record you reading a dictionary. I want and more then than that. Here's an additional bunch of words from like Star Wars gibberish. We need you to read all of them as well. And here's also some test names that we may use in the future. So pop a couple of those in there as well. I want... Record all of that, and then we'll never need to ask you to do this again. I want 10 million, and I will read the dictionary normal, scared, shocked, sad, happy. And then... Hello, is that Kathleen Kennedy? <laughs> uh, James Earl Jones is asking for 10 million... Oh, yeah, yeah, just give him a blank check. Yeah, sure, no worries. Yeah, of course, James. Whatever you need, mate. It's Star Wars. You get unlimited funds. Of course you do. And then all you needed to do, once you've got a load of words and you've got your Star Wars stuff, then just get him to go A, A, B, B, C, (laughs) K, D, D. (laughs) Well, just whatever the script they give to, like, uh, someone who's doing, like, uh, an action character game in the video games, he's like, (gasps) Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And just have an entire James Earl Jones library. And then you can just program an AI to just read the script out. Yeah, it'd be perfect. I reckon it would work fine. Yeah. Actually, I did find out that the other day that um the Mark Hamill like uh, Luke Skywalker stuff in Mando, that's not actually Mark Hamill like reading those lines. It's like uh, an AI that like is uses his like voice and then they just write the words out. So Didn't they? Because he was there yeah, he was there just... for the um yeah, for the reveal, but for like all the stuff in the man, like in the Bob Book of Boba Fett, sorry, um, when he's that's not him on set; it's someone else. And then they it was when he was sat because there's a thingy on Hamill's, um, you know, when he's, he's getting him to choose between the no, it's like the, no, because that again is like that's in Mandalorian. That's not in. No, that was Book Boba Fett, Fett, wasn't it? No, because with Boba Fett, he's already. Oh, actually, no, no it is Boba Fett. Cause, but yeah, because there's photos of him there with the with the mocap stuff on. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Where, um... so, so unless he was there and he just didn't speak. <laughs> it's like, I'll show up and I'll dress up, but I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I don't know, because it was something to do with, like, um, like they, they still credited him as being, like, in there and it's his voice and stuff, but it actually wasn't. Sure, they didn't make him, but... like, sound more like... Because he obviously doesn't sound... He sounds like the Joker oh, these like days. Young... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know then, because like, but if that's if that's what they did though, and that's possible, where you can just sort of take like snippets of someone's voice, and then you could just program an AI to like piece it together and smooth it out, and then just regurgitate anything you want it to say in that person's voice yeah. with that inflection and whatever, then 
yeah, maybe those $10 million don't need to go to James Earl Jones. Yeah, like, you need- actually, we don't need you. You made too high of a demand. We'll just get a computer <laughs> to do it instead. But no, no, $5 billion, $5 billion, I'll do it. Yeah, you only need so many um, like syllables and stuff. Like Corridor Crew did that video with, I forgot his name, but you know the one that does the adverts? We'll pop up for the, the ad plugs. I don't know. I always skip him because I'm just sort of like, look, I know you're selling you whatever. I just fuck off, mate. Right? Well, they they faked his voice and then they did, like, he didn't know about it, but they used this AI thing to make this, like, inspirational video using his own voice and then they played it to everyone and he's on a camera and they mute him um, and then he's just like, he goes... But nobody else knows that they've done it. It's only like the two of them, and then they're playing it. And he's there. He's just like, I didn't, I didn't. This isn't me. Like I didn't do any of this. But nobody else can hear him. So he's just like, what? and he's done this whole video. But they got the whole thing done, and it's it's amazing. There's only like a couple of hiccups where you go, wait, wait a minute. But yeah, it's, but it's I think it's, it's like it's ridiculous. that uncanny valley thing, though, isn't yeah. it? Like it's getting to the point now where it is so good that it's not until you go. Was that was that a fake thing, or did was that not a real yeah. person's head there? Like that's how like Love, Death, and Robots is like the perfect kind of example yeah. of just yeah. like this is what photorealism animation can can really look like. Um, well, can you imagine and, like volume ten of that? What that's going to look like? Yeah, that's weird to say, but like because that I, I feel that that's beyond just like a show with a narrative. Now it's yeah. just like this is a tech demo. For like this is what you know you're capable of like in hand drawn animation. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a claymation one that comes in. It's yeah. like the top tip toppity tippity toppity like <laughs> like Wallace and Gromit would shit their pants for this level of yeah. like stop motion stuff. But it's taken them like six years to make like an eight minute thing, but it looks unbelievable. Like that's the sort of thing that would come from it. I reckon like they're going to be exploring as a billion different styles of art. To, to try and make that just to get, more just to relevant it, yeah. and pushing as many boundaries as they can do. And that, that's the beauty of it. And the the whole anthology thing is seems to be um, picking up pace because we've got a Star Wars anthology on its way out. Tales yeah, of the like, Jedi. Um, yeah, it's like prequel. It's like stories around all the prequel Jedis, I think. Yeah, so each one's different. So there's one about Ahsoka. Um, there's one about Qui-Gon. I assume there'll be like a Mace Windu and and whatnot. Probably not an Obi Wan because we've got the Clone Wars cartoon and uh, the, yeah, the but like Kiadi Mundi and like um, what's the Vash summit or yeah, Vashlin or something? Yeah, she's like a Twilight with like the big white, like red face, big white eyes. Um, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Like I reckon it would be just sort of like peripheral Jedi, or like people on the council. Yeah, Blue Coon, yeah, another one. yeah. By the way, I'm not just reading these off a list. No, no, no. This is... <laughs> I can't remember anyone's birthday, but ask me to name anyone on the Jedi Council. I've got you down, yeah. Well, that's it. it's quite an exciting time, and it, the only thing that leads me into a question that I meant to ask earlier, and I forgot. Do you think there's any specific reason why, because it is canon, but why they went with Reaver and not Triller? Because this seems to be the same kind of setup where you, you, this, you have finished Call cool... on Order, haven't you? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I know yeah. the trailer is. She's like, what's his face? Is Padawan, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I forgot. But her name. I think that. But I, I know. Yeah, but I know what you mean. But I think that Trilla is. She, but this is it. Like she is scary. Like she's got proper. That's what I mean. Let's have, let's get her in her. there. 
and she's got a backstory. But I was going to ask you this as well, like all of the Jedi stuff that's like in that little Jedi cubbyhole that's like the squirreling Jedi away, all of that's going to be in Arboresh. Mm. Like, I reckon already by now, someone will have screen capped oh, that yeah. and translated yeah. all of those messages. Do you reckon there is a message from Cal Kestis in there? Potentially. Because um, the, the, the timelines are about right, aren't they? They're not far off. I know. So. Because, I mean, this, yeah, is, still, this is straight so off Order 66, 66. He was still a Padawan. Yeah. Um, which means he would have still been. I don't know, maybe like just Pre-team. before he starts working at the shipyards or something. Well, that is, if you look how old he is in the flashbacks, he's considerably younger than he is when he's working on the... He's obviously been there for a good amount of time, like everybody knows who he is and whatnot. Well, he's still sort of like early 20s or something, so you could still get him in, like Cameron Monaghan, I reckon, and just... Oh, yeah. I think, he, I think he's like... A, a I think he's a, a little bit younger than us, so he's got to be like 21. But mm. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'd say he's like late, early to late 20s. I'd say. Mm. Um, I do think Triller would have been a good shout though, because that would have been like a major crossover. Yeah, of a yeah, yeah. From a video game and an interesting one. Has that happened yet? Well, in terms of the the the, the, like, the biggest we've gone, uh, I don't think we've gone any from the video games, but we've gone so the ghost and um, uh, Hera Chopper. and Chopper are in Rogue One, and they show up in. The Rogue Squadron video game, which is also canon, yeah. So that so basically we've had movies, Rebels, video game, movie. <laughs> we haven't had anything outside of that show up anywhere else. I think that oh, and like, Ahsoka again, obviously she, um, she showed up she from no, no, no. But she's made the jump from oh, animated well, yeah, but the, to live but that's, action. That's what this things like the Disney Plus series seems to be they seem to be like lo- jumping off platforms yeah because they're all made by Dave Filoni <laughs> I mean more power to I'm, I'm happy for it well done Dave we're all here for you mate you want to bring as many Cad Banes and shit yeah, as yeah, you want to yeah. fill your boots mate 100% but I want to I want to see a Kyle Katarn I want to see a Revan in some way gaming is a stupid Sith Force ghost or something however you want to contrive it they, you need to just do they, it they, ne- right? they nearly put him in the Clone Wars show that's true and then again that would have because like he's in the Galaxy of Heroes roster which is only canonical characters to my knowledge um, so it seems that with them doing work on an Old Republic it was a trilogy of films I think well I don't know if that's going to migrate into being a Disney Plus show I would rather now. they did a show I'll be honest with it, with what they're doing now like with Obi-Wan as just having like a, a, like a, a condensed six episode hour long or 30 odd minute long and if they just said not necessarily like the story of Revan, but like maybe the the start of the Jedi Civil War from like three thousand years yeah. ago, or something like that. That would be a great point in time to focus what if on. Because then again, what if they use it to set the film up? For... So you got you see like season one of Knights of the Old Republic is is your setup for the movie. So you haven't got to spend the focus of the film explaining this is this character, this is this person, because we already know who they are. In a similar vein mm-hmm. to what they could have done with the DCEU have your Green Arrow, Flash and everyone else just have them in the film because we already know who they are, we don't need a backstory because we've watched it for 25,000 seasons uh, <laughs> all cancelled now as well Hooray, um, I know the Flash isn't I tell a lie, but Legends of Tomorrow and all that stuff has all been cancelled probably because they're all written like dog shit. just in time for Gotham Knights which has nothing to do with the video game of the same name 
<laughs> yeah, why are they doing? I don't. I don't. Let's want to not talk get onto that. that. <laughs> We're on Star no. Wars. Um, but no, um, I, I'm I'm really I, enjoying it. But like it. getting Cal in, I reckon would or like you say like Triller or like the um, like the I, I can't remember if the lad we know her name or like the little funny pilot guy or something yeah. like that or the ship. Do you know what I mean? Like none of that. Or like obviously, Old Republic stuff would be difficult anyway. But you know, if you got like a, an HK forty seven. Uh, your droids and stuff would be, would be like easy that. because droids can but again you're talking thousands of years so that would be difficult unless they were like in a stasis chamber or something yeah. which you'd have to just be like it would be an awful shoe one to get him in but if you said like oh my god it's like an old HK unit and then it turns out it's like Revan's yeah. HK-47 after he like, does like a memory reboot or something like that that'd be amazing I'd be down with that but you know, like a Kyle Katarn you know like his story you know, spans however many dozens of hours with a gameplay. He's he's got like you know he lost the force and he got the force and then yeah. he was a Sith and then he wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Like that, like the, as like someone who would like help out Luke building this new Jedi Order. I think it's more likely be a great place for him to come in for for Cal Kestis is your more likely answer. To, or Iden Versio maybe from hmm. Battlefront potentially because like, the yeah. whole Inferno Squadron or not all of them but I'd like, like a series a few on that. Of them, Seen it from her well, point like, of view. In in Battlefront Two, um, the fella that she ends up um, marrying, I assume, um, ha- like hangs out with Luke. Like they have like like he when he's in uh, Inferno Squadron, like Luke rescues him, and he's just sort of like, I, I know you're a Jedi, and I know <laughs> who you are. Like, why are you helping me? And Luke's just like, because you asked. And he's just sort of like, huh, okay, maybe you're not a prick. And you know they kind of like build up a little relationship, yeah. and I always was hoping that it would turn out that like Iden and this fella would be Ray's parents, which is how that kind of connection made, came it made in. sense. But you know, like having like Inferno Squadron as like a a unit that exists like in like some stormtrooper thing in Obi Wan. Do you know what I mean? Like this, this it would be easy enough because a lot of these things all run at a similar kind of um, like you know in that similar kind of like couple of decades window. I don't think it would be too hard to slip someone in without, like, and people who know who they are would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you got that person yeah. in there. And people who don't, it's not really that big of a deal. Well, that's what, that's what I mean. Enjoy, it, it's your you know. perfect timing. So, the, the, A, the story of Battlefront 2 campaign is, is genuinely very good. Too short, but very good. And a lot short, of people yeah. have played that over the last couple of years. Um, since well, since it's been released, same as Fallen Order, it's mm. and Fallen Order still encompasses Vader into the storyline. Spoilers for a couple of years old game. Um, um, plus, why you still got Cameron Mark you as the age and looking how he looks, it's the <clears throat> ideal time to do it because you can just go stick him in his in his gear, give him that little. Oh, we've had that little B the BD one unit as well. That was in Mandalorian. Or Boba Fett, one yeah, or the other. Yeah, it was a, a different unit, wasn't it? But it was yes, the not not the not the one, but yeah, um, that one. Um, but it just seems to make more sense to focus on them. I really want to see some Knights of the Old Republic stuff. I still think it's the most interesting of all of the Star Wars stories, but it's going to be more harder to to. I don't know where they're gonna where they jump from and how faithful they would stick to the source material. Um, and if it's a means of that or getting Carl Kestis 
shoehorned in. It's got to be done properly. That's the biggest. No matter what they do, it needs to be done correctly and handled properly, not fat-faced inquisitors. In the same way, like they did with Luke, and you know, Grogu goes to a force amplifier stone thing, and he's just like, "Boom, I'm here," and he's just one of any other number of Jedi that yeah. you know respond to that. Or like again, even if you wanted to go, fuck it, bring him back as a force ghost. Well. Literally anyone, then. Yeah. Literally anyone from any Star Wars media that's been a yeah. Jedi and that's died, bring them back. Stick him in a blue costume. Pop. There you go. There's Tulak Horde. Well, he's a Sith, but you know you get the yeah. point, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. You get Liam Neeson back. Pop him in a blue suit. Get him up on the screen. Bang. Done. Like you could do it with literally any of them. Yeah. And again, if you wanted to go droids, like. Even Grievous or something like that, just go, well, you know... Oh, he's... He, you know, he's half droid, half... most Mostly droid, part... But he's, if his person. species is like a Wookiee, where they're like, they'd live for hundreds and hundreds of years, like, why, you know, he got blasted to fuck by Obi-Wan. <laughs> but, you know, was he torn limb from limb? Was he exploded? No. Could you piece him back together in some awful way? Maybe. Probably. I mean, Maul managed but, to you know get I mean? back it's, together. It, but it, but it's, but then you know that's another compelling villain that's already got a backstory with this guy to go after him. But it, it seems like if he popped up, Invader was there, he'd be like, no, nah, nah. no. But I mean, he, he he plays his timing very wisely. Like he's he's aware of Vader, but I don't think he's aware of how powerful he is because that was something that, that was talked about. Not with me, I wasn't there, but with Filoni and them when they were doing. Um, the final season of Rebels. Um, obviously, people have been asking and asking and asking and asking to get this Maul versus Vader fight, and I was like, "No, because he'll he'll kill him." <laughs> yeah, there's not much in it. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the thing, and it, it's in the games and stuff, it's a bit different. But Maul's always been he's a physical fighter. He's not as strong with the Force as he is with the lightsaber, and in in Rebels and the Clone Wars, you see him using the power, using force powers more than he ever did in, in any other mediums. But I don't look matter how strong he is, he ain't taking Vader down. Yeah. I mean, they, and but this is Vader ain't taking cool. Palps down either. So, <laughs> so it shows how powerful well, Palpatine is. Well, he's, I mean, he, but at that point, he's very old. No, no, no. And- not at that point. I just mean, like, when you see, again, in rebels and stuff like he takes on Palpatine takes on Maul and um uh ah oh, Savage Press is Maul's brother who are both full sensitive Sith and well dark side users and he's just fucking willy-nilly just fucking fucking them up and Maul's begging yeah. for his fucking life and he's it's just that typical wouldn't there's that Palpatine will never see in the movies yeah. Where we're told how powerful and how strong he is, but when we see him, he's just a raisin. <laughs> but I think that if you got like some of the the more sort of legendary Sith, like that, that's the sort of thing. Like where if you got um, Vader going into like a weird Force dream yeah. thing, you know, like like the Luke does with the cave, and he, you know, he face you whatever. Um, like I, that would be a time where you could get Revan in, where you'd just be like, you know, Revan was this like unbelievably powerful you know like charismatic you know 
people just naturally follow this person yeah. and he became like this incredible Jedi or Sith. Um, and then, you know, when you're sort of like digging around in, you know, for like a real challenge sort of thing, it could be like someone from a thousand, two thousand, three thousand years ago. Then they're like, because even in like, um, even in like the Knights of the Old Republic games, it was just like, oh, you know, you, you people today, you wouldn't even begin to be able to deal with the people that like these legendary like Sith like you give them a lightsaber like they could cut a planet in half yeah. like that's how good they are sort of thing so it's just sort of like it's it's always been that thing of just like you're always the most powerful person when you're the only person in yeah, the room once there's another one Jedi. There. yeah then oh but but this is the thing right and someone said this the other day um and I didn't really think about it until I heard it. I was like, actually, that's a really good opinion. But like in the like in the Clone Wars and stuff, um, like how you know there's like a thousand droids or two thousand droids or whatever, and there's like a hundred Jedi. Yeah. And uh, like three of them get out of it. It's just like how how is that possible? Like these these people are supposed to be able to take on armies on their own, that sort of thing. But they they posited that it was like because they'd just become so sedentary and they're not used to fighting wars and stuff they just sort of come yeah. in and just break up bar fights and you know they they sort of lecture people and tell you off or whatever but you put them in and it's crunch time they can't handle it yeah. they're just immediately not, yeah, overwhelmed not, not they don't know what to, to do exactly but when you go back thousands and thousands and thousands of years where there's like you know the old republic and there's like you know thousands of sith and there's thousands of jedi and then they could all get together and have a big old smash up well obviously only the best and you know, the most strong powerful survive. ones are ever going to come yeah. out of that. But then when you go forward and forward and forward and forward, and then it's just Luke and it's Vader, who's an old man by that point <laughs> anyway. And then it's just Rey and Kylo Ren, and neither of them really know what they're doing. None of them have been trained. They've kind of got a bit of force, know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but they haven't had, like, battles and wars that they've had to fight through and become, like, incredibly powerful. That's why, like, Darth Vader, like, he's been a gentle... He's fought... If you look at like the Clone Wars and stuff, that's just he was in that entire war from yeah. the outset to the end, and then went on a big Jedi killing spree at the end well, of it. Like he earned the ability to be nonchalant because he's just like you're not a threat. I've yeah. killed a thousand people. You're not a threat to me. But when it's Ray, it's just sort of like you were given this and you fought one person with a lightsaber. Like I would love to put you up against Vader, and I reckon it'd be like. Lift you up, cut you in half, done. Oh, I mean, yes, I'd like to like, go up against Obi Wan from the the latest episode, because <laughs> like, she doesn't give off any. Again, it's it's because we're told she's fantastic and she's brilliant, and the the beauty of the Clone Wars show was it it made me appreciate Anakin as a character because I didn't in the movie in the prequels. Um, I don't like a lot of things to do with the prequels, but. The by the end of the not not the actual end of the Clone Wars because the it was I can't remember if it was cancelled or or what but it was just finished and then when Disney bought it when Disney Plus started they put the very final um, season up that wrapped everything up but it it jumps ahead so much that you miss what you're ex- what you're expecting I'm not going to say it because I don't think you've watched it but what you're expecting to happen does happen but it happens like that. And we've had this build-up right. from the beginning all the way through, and it's just a massive fucking letdown, and I was genuinely gutted. 
how how they did it um but in terms of i fully believe that this vader that we saw on this um, episode of obi-wan where he is just snapping people's necks willy-nilly and i know he's there because we like you say we followed it all the way through but ray basically won the postcode lottery <laughs> and she doesn't deserve any of it and even even to a point Carlo Ren deserves it more because we know he's done a bit of training and we know that's actually true yeah he trained with Luke for a bit yeah. but even then like Luke only had a bit he had he had like an hour or so on, on the Burning Falcon with Obi-Wan and then he had a, a little bit of swamp time and then he went off to fight Daddy and then battered him yeah, but again he's an old fella <laughs> <laughs> But, but that's it but by that point is it because is it maybe because like Vader's become he's become lazy potentially because it's just like no one is a threat to me like I've done I've put the hard work in and like now that I've reached my retirement age there are no more Jedi that could possibly fight me yeah. so I don't have to worry about training I don't have to get back into shape I don't have to be able to be like um, like super quick with the force or anything like that and then it's not until he gets, he deals with Luke and he's like fucking hell whoa alright whoa well, calm down <laughs> well, that's a good point actually is that I never really thought of in Obi-Wan I think we're going to get to a point where Obi-Wan he is obviously holding back because he's not he's not used to using his powers and stuff again because it's been so long but obviously he's going to try and turn Vader back to the to the light now in in the movies that's what Vader's doing with Luke for the first portion he's he's trying to get him to join him and overthrow yeah so he does powers. have to kill him yeah. yeah and maybe that's what brings his powers down because he's not channeling anger anymore he's channeling not not compassion but like I don't want to kill you I want you to I want you to to be with me not as lovers like, but we can rule the galaxy together we can get rid of this old fart and we can we can do it ourselves we can mould the galaxy I'm pretty sure I can us. just throw him down a hole and we'll be alright yeah it's like no matter what, if, what, whatever you want to do don't, don't need to answer me now <laughs> I'm just going to go chuck him <laughs> down this hole and then I'll get, get back to you but yeah. I, I, got, I think that's what we're going to get with Obi-Wan where they are going to fight again like- but he, he's going to always be holding back because he wants to bring it back to the good I, I don't know because it, it feels like that's what we got at the end of Revenge of the Sith, where he he, you know, in that sort of twenty minute space where he just went, I'm just going to be a, a dark side guy now. Um, Do you want to go kill these like, kids? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how you you go. Oh, you want to be? Yeah, okay. Well, all you need to do is just you go down to your old place of work, kill everyone that you ever knew and their children, and then come back and then you're hired. Like, what a job interview that is! And you're just like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> But like, it seemed that like by the end, by the very end of it, after he was like he chopped all his legs off and that, and just left him to die in a fiery fucking lake of lava, um, he at that point he had given up on him. Like he didn't try and save. He was just like, "I'm done with you. You're gonna die here, and I'm okay with that." Like he doesn't see, and like now because he's so shocked, it's not because it's like, "Oh my god, it's Anakin," and I can maybe I can try and right some of the wrongs that happened with us. He's just like, oh my god, what I is he going to be this like? Guy. <laughs> like, but that's the thing. If that's been years and years and years and years, like I don't know the exact, but it feels like it's been about you know four or five years yeah. maybe since um, you know the end of the Revenge of the Sith and you know the Order sixty six sort of thing. Um, he's been like, if I was him, thinking, oh, this guy, like 
we used to be like this, and now I cut his legs off and then let him <laughs> die on fire. If he's coming for me, I haven't been practicing for the last few years on purpose. He's got this fancy if new. He's coming for suit. me. I've got but the that, same that's why it, it, <laughs> For real, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like so, that's where like he just sort of shows up and he's just like, "Oh, I'm here to kick your sh- fucking teeth in, my son." And he's just like, "Oh God, oh no, oh I have I have prepared for this at all. I did not know you were going to be here, mate." Um, that the the thing with Vader though is, so everybody knows how Star Wars works. So most of the Jedi has an odd question. No, 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 no. But statement. So, as in Vader, he was a Jedi. Then he became a Sith. There's loads of most of the Inquisitors were fallen fallen Jedi. Joined the Sith. Some of them were forced. And they've just done it. Some of them joined by choice, whatever. But we know there's a correlation between light side users and dark side users overlapping. So, with Obi-Wan knowing how powerful Anakin is, why didn't you just give him that little kick? Said just leave him there. <laughs> On the off chance that he, you know, it was 50-50, die or he wouldn't like, die. Wait a minute, we live in the future. Maybe they could, like, give him robot arms or clone yeah. him or something. Maybe I should definitely just kill him, stab him through the brain, and then throw the whole body into the lava that's right there. 100% that. <laughs> it's because he hasn't watched Zombieland, so he doesn't know about the double tap rule. It's like, just because you cut his legs and arm off does not mean that he's dead, right? Just yeah. walking away. Or maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's just like, okay, I'll walk away because maybe he can survive this, but I don't have to deal with that problem, if that's the case, because he's going to be like, like, what? Who's going to come in and save him? <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, maybe it's the guy that's in charge of literally everything with unlimited resources and, and turned him into a gigantic, terrifying monster. And if, if only somebody had showed me some footage of Palpatine with Anakin turning him and like giving him the orders to, to go off and do this stuff so I know who's pu- who's pulling the strings on this. Hmm. Yeah. Instead, hmm. I'd better go and hide away on a desert <laughs> planet. I'm going to spy on his kid. <laughs> yeah. Just in case he does do like and I, can't I do, do like anything. the whole like he's bringing him like a little toy in that, and Owen's just like fuck off, Obi Wan. Yeah. I don't want any any dealings with you at all. Like I like the fact that he just throws it back in his face. Mm-hmm. And it's just like oh, you know, I just want to make sure he's safe. You know, maybe I need to train him. And he's like, what happened to his mate? Yeah. What, what happened to his mate that he trained? What happened to him? Yeah, he's the most terrifying man in the world, and you want to have a crack at this one as well? Don't think no. so, mate. That was something I did like when they're on the on the. Um... When they got a lift. Hey, speaking of lifts, you know the guy who picks them up in this episode of Everyone? Freck. Do you know who voiced him? Seth Rogen, I assume. Zach, it sounds exactly like Zach him. Braff. Really? It sounded exactly like Seth Rogen. I thought it was Seth Rogen, so, so I Googled it, and it's not. It's Zach Braff. Wow. JD from Scrubs. So they went, hey, Zach Braff. Can you come in and do an impression of Can you do Seth, a Seth Rogen, Rogen doing impression? impression of... <laughs> we'll, we'll confuse everyone. Seth Rogen, you've been uh, I... doing some uh, Disney films again lately. Uh, uh, it's gone up a bit in in cost. Sat Braff, you haven't done anything for a while. <laughs> Could you do a cheap Except impression? Except that cheaper by the dozen. Oh yeah, movie it was also on Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. so maybe they just had them go off like as a Seth Rogen off. <laughs> maybe he was he was like James Earl Jones things like look he's on a train he's he's 20 minutes away um, you're here right now Zach Braff can you just do 10 minutes of audio for this but this is the thing right if 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 I was Zach Braff or Seth Rogen and they said hey do you want to come in and voice a Star Wars character like I imagine it's like with any any like famous actors who like they get it they're like absolutely yeah, like, I don't care yeah. what you ask me to do 
I will just come in and do it because I love this thing. Um, and they said, oh, you, it's right, you just need to go to the voiceover booth and just record there for like 20 minutes. I'll be like, no, 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 no. I want to go and put six hours worth of makeup on <laughs> in this ridiculous heavy suit in the middle of a desert, sweat my tits out, and I'll do the performance and then I'll do the audio for it as well. I'm not I'm not just doing the video. I want to be in the suit. I want to be a part of the whole what, thing. If they wanted that you to be, be like Jabber? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't and care. You walk I mean, around. I'll wave a fee. I, I'm not going to charge you. Like you just you just do whatever you need for me to do. If it's a three minute cameo, that's fine. I'll I'll do forty hours of makeup to be in the Jabba suit, and I'll act my little heart out for you, and then I'll be done, think and that'll be fine. Think you got all the makeup artists and stuff sat there going like, maybe he's not getting people. We are right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've got to dress him I'd up bring for my own forty hours. Team with me. Just... Presumably, by the time I'm that famous, I'll have also been on Star Trek as well. That's true. So I'll be like, whatever prosthetic team that did my cool alien makeup for Star Trek, you come in with me because you're going to do me as a hut. What, what if? In, uh, what if they Stars. said, "There's uh, for whatever reason we need you to play Darth Vader. You don't need to voice him. You just get in the suit, the good suit, with the closest thing we've got to a real lightsaber, and you're going to be in the shows and in the films. We need to film for a day." But we're going to use all the footage over the course of whatever, whatever, however many mediums. Or you can have a walk-on episode in Star Trek. Star Trek. Like, it, I, I, I think I. But we like, don't see your face. There's certain characters. <laughs> That's fine. Half of you, half of them, you don't anyway. You still know who they are. But I think it'd be like it'd be like if you were offered the role of Bond. It'd be like I enjoy this franchise too much to be in it. Like. I couldn't watch myself be Bond because then how could I enjoy another Bond movie if I'm that Bond? Because you, you know, know none of them every... would be as good as yours. <laughs> but you'd know, you go, oh, I was a bit hungover on that day when we filmed that. And oh, I actually prefer the third take that we did and they used the seventh one where I was a bit knackered. Like, every, like the whole illusion would be ruined. Hmm. And if they said, you're going to be Vader from now on, I'd be like, no, because if I didn't like what they did, I'd only have myself to blame. And no. But, the- but if I just had a walk on, like like Seth Rogen did, in, uh, not Seth Rogen, Seth MacFarlane in Enterprise, like he's obviously a big old nerd. Yeah. And he yeah. came on and he was like a, just a general engineer and came in and was like, oh, I fixed the induction coils or whatever. He, he had like a 30 second speaking role. And like, I bet he was loving life after that because that would have been like, oh my God. Like now he's gone and made his own show because he loves it yeah. that much. But to just to have that little cameo, like that to me, that takes nothing away from the episode. It's not a recurring character. And even if I thought, oh God, my performance was shit, doesn't matter, it was only 30 seconds long. You want me to play Vader for every film and TV show for the next whatever? Nah, See, it's way too much pressure. I, I'm of the opposite. So even though I have a lot of things to say about the prequels and oh, they, they, they've fucking done the Grand Inquisitor he looks nothing like he looks in, in Rebels and in the comics and stuff. And I'm not happy about Very this, true. and I'm not happy about that, and I'm not happy about this. And they're going, do you want to play? Uh, do you want to be Darth Vader? Absolutely. I don't care how bad it is. <laughs> like as long as I can do it. Same as like George George Clooney with Batman. Like there's, a, there's an interview when he, he's on about when he read the script for Batman and Robin. He's like, couldn't I hated it, but. When am I going to be, get to be Batman again? So, I get the it. feeling that that's very much a hindsight kind of, you know. Yeah, you I don't think at the if time. If that was a super successful Batman film, he'd be like, oh, I thought it was shit, but I just had to do it because, <laughs> like, he'd be like, oh, no, I thought it was the role of a lifetime and I'm glad that I could help portray it. But when it's dog shit, you go, oh, I just did it for the money. Yeah. 
Like that's always the get out of jail. It's like, oh, I know it's terrible. Yeah. I just, I was just a payday yeah. for me though. Or it, it made it meant that I could work with a producer that I like, and then they help help get me into a, a cooler film or whatever. Yeah, there wasn't there promoting the film going. Uh, so, so what have you got to say to to all the uh, the Batman fans? Don't go see it. It's off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, it, but it's like it's if you watch like um, there's like uh, there's so many like kind of like these like hindsight interviews where it's just like oh so tell us about this film and it's just it, it's it's either one of two things it's because they know that they're not enjoying it and they don't like it or they don't like how it's going to turn out or they've seen a finished version and they don't like yeah. it or they have just been asked this question like four hundred times that day like with just like a constant stream of interviews coming in and they're like. Uh, yeah, I think it really opens this up for the character. And, um, <laughs> it's just sort of, it's just sort of like it just feels like you're just saying words now. Like you don't, you don't mean any of it's this. A, but a I would much Affleck, rather see a press tour. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I, I'd much rather see a press tour where they go, "Oh, so how did you feel about the character?" And be like, oh, yeah. I didn't. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I came in, I, I just did what I read the words. Um, you know, I put the effort in for the day, but I could happily never talk about that character again. Whereas, like a Mark Hamill, they'd be like. What's the best day of like working on the Joker? And you'd be like, oh my god! Like, Where do we begin? like he seems like he, he seems to love the roles that he yeah. does, and like the the not the typecast, but like kind of like the character that's been born of that in a Robert Downey Jr. sort of yeah. way. Like they feel very much like they're they're grateful for the things that people remember them for, and they kind of want to reminisce on that. Um, whereas Anthony Daniels, though, he seems like he would just walk into your house and start telling you about <laughs> some cool C three PO stories. And oh, I tripped over the tripped over the wires on this one day, and oh, we had to rebuild the street. And he's like, I didn't ask you, Anthony Daniels, what are you doing in my I'm house? Get out. Have my tea. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Star Trek, mate. Get out. Oh my God, Star Trek. That reminds me of this one. This one town Star Wars, right? <laughs> oh, Anthony Daniels, I'll take the piss out of you a lot, mate. But you get paid, so, so I, you rock on. I uh, I work with someone who's. Uh, who does conventions with Anthony Daniels? Um, he's he's worn the the actual Boba Fett helmet as well. That's cool. Yeah, not the rest of the suit, just the helmet. <laughs> Still but though, it's that's... it's more than I've worn, and will ever wore where war <laughs> Star Wars. What is it good for? <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, I keep headbutting my microphone. And we've been going on for like a, 120 minutes, I was going to say. One hour and uh, 20 minutes. And I think we've been talking about this show longer than it's actually been out. Like how much content it's actually out for. Oh, no, because you're talking like three hours, aren't you? <laughs> give it, give well, it, give no, it. Well, no, mate, because there's like 20 minutes of fucking credits at the end of that. That's true. That's true. There was a. Like, honestly, the, every time the beginning, sort of, an episode ends, there's like a third of that bar that's remaining. The, the beginning of. Um, the first episode is just the prequel films died like just condensed down into one yeah that was that that was a bit odd i mean i get it it's just like you know we just need to sort of like very quickly just sort of like hit a few keynotes that you need to remember but maybe it's i you know i i've seen all of those films like so many times everything is ingrained in my brain yeah. so for me I'm like, why are you trying to remind me about something that i already know intimately well, it's not it's, it's not, not for, for you me. it's for yeah. people who it's for people who don't know about this and go, oh, fucking Natalie Portman. Of course she was in those films from 20 years ago. I don't remember that. Why would they be expected to? Because it's Star Wars. But yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't exactly. you? That's my question. Why wouldn't you know about all of this stuff? I mean, to be fair, I'm still originally fresh because of the Clone Wars, because of Rebels. Um, everything does seem to be tying in nicely with the with the Dave Filoni universe 
as it were. And I'm more than happy with that. It's fantastic. Get some Fallen Order in there. Get some Battlefront 2 in there. Everyone's fucking happy, Dan. Yep. Except the Star Trek fans and the Babylonian. Babylon 5. What do you mean Star Trek fans? They could be happier. They've got series Fallen... No, with Star Wars, I mean... Series to watch. When are we going to get a new season of Andromeda? <laughs> wow, that's a <laughs> With question. Kevin Sorbo. The Kevin massive Sorbo, yeah. racist... <laughs> Well, he's like a weird Christian racist. Yeah, now, he's he? massively yeah. racist, <laughs> conservative idiot. Um, but like, I, I was there was someone on Spotify. There's like, there's there's quite a few sort of like, um, like video game, like not necessarily just one like taken from games like soundtracks, but like, um, like a band or like someone synth, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A, another version of the like, classic songs or whatever. And there was one that was like, um, it was like TV and movie themes, so it was like. The X Files um, and Battlestar Galactica, which is a great like the original Battlestar um, theme tune. It's like it's like a proper cool little jam. Yeah. And then one of them was like the Legend of Hercules, and I was like, I remember that fucking show. <laughs> yeah, like a Channel Five, it was like Legend of Hercules, Warrior, Azena, Zena Warrior Princess. Princess, Lucy Lawless, and Andromeda. Lucy Lawless, man, she's still like she popped up in Parks and Rec. She was Have you that. seen the Ash versus Evil Dead TV show? She's no. in that and she's excellent. Is she? Like she she works. She I works. like I like She'll Lucy Lawless. Yeah, D- but I, I reckon D- it's only a matter of time before we get a, a Xena Hercules like revival. There's got to be. I mean, and then they'll cross over. When again. you think about it, like that was the original CW. So and because right. they weren't particularly well written, no, they were like, fucking awful. They always had a bit of a scuffle, <laughs> but it was something to. Watch. It was something on a Saturday <laughs> evening. Um, yeah, but the, it filled in for Star Trek usually after the. Seasons. There's an episode of Andromeda, and you can look this up if you don't remember it. But there's an episode of Andromeda where one of the crew goes into like his quarters, and there's like a big chest, and she's like, "What's this?" He's like, "Nothing, leave it." And she's like, "What is this?" I like, just leave it, and he kicks her out of the room, and then he looks around. And he opens up and it's a blonde wig and a sword. <laughs> like, now that's good writing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, you just own up, like you just build all these universes together. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there was a Legend of Hercules and Xena cross. Oh yeah, there definitely episode. was. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And I think there was also, I think it was Legend of Hercules, but there was a time travel episode <laughs> where, like, someone from the future, when like from our back. time, so like early two thousands, whatever. Went back in time and like hung out with Hercules. Early two thousands. Oh, in like the show time, or like real time, because well, yeah. it was like nineteen ninety four or something, wasn't it? No, it was later than that. I don't it? know. That was a guess. Legend of Hercules. I'm pretty sure it was. I think it, or maybe it was no, because I would have been in middle school. So yeah, maybe sort of mid to late nineties. Um, yeah, because it was like, it was like Power Ranger time. Not the 2014 film, no. no. I wonder how far I've got to go down to get to... Put Kevin's, put Kevin Sorbo, Hercules. Oh, Christ. Um, I didn't know that there was a Legend of Hercules film from 2014, but it has 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Wasn't it... Um... Aquaman? No, one, oh. That was just Hercules. Um, no, I need the disambiguation. <laughs> I'm I'm going with 1992. 92, that is old, isn't it? 
I'm going with 92. When it started, I think it had been on a good bit before I watched it when I was a wee boy. Wow, I'm down to the end of the first page and it's not even mentioned. What? Uh, ah, bloody fine. Ah, it's Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. Yeah, that's it. Um, bum, 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 bum. 1999 season 6 was in so yeah mid 90s I'd say so Xena was 95 so yeah it would have been about that time wouldn't it there we go 100% on Rod Smarco fuck, fuck off <laughs> no chance <laughs> no I'm literally, that's literally what it says I'm going to open that up because what the fuck is that about that's Kevin Sorbo um, with yeah. multiple windows in incognito mode <laughs> leaving reviews <laughs> Oh, is he just clicking refresh, refresh, refresh? As a hundred percent critic, Jesus Christ! How many? How many is that? Five. Fuck so that doesn't up. count. That's fine. The um, irony being, Rotten Tomatoes wasn't even a thing when that was on. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, there must have been a few of these sort of like things going on at about the same sort of time that must Maybe, have crossed yeah. over. Yeah, I think I think there probably was. Um, but yeah, like I, I'd like. Um, that's probably going to be the CW's next thing, isn't it? They've yeah, like, selling everything up, aren't next? they? Let's just uh, let's get Kevin Sorbo and Lazy <laughs> Lawless back, and we'll do a we'll do a Xena and Hercules crossover crossover film. with Legends so, of Tomorrow and Riverdale, and I mean to be fair, Gotham Legends Knight. of Tomorrow that would have opened up. Like, you could go, have sure, let's go back and just do. Let's do Hercules, but it's Kevin Sorbo. Hercules, S- sure. Selling everything up, no aren't they? Literally, no one's going to care. CW, it's all the selling up shop. Good. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> anyway, speaking of about time, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up and and skedaddle out of here, Dan. If if Very the nice if, segue, but Callum, there is something you forgot to mention, my friend. Is there? Yeah. What's coming up? Um, we've got lots of stuff coming up, Dan, including our special as long as you remember to bring the stuff we've got a special Star Trek show to film of course I've remembered right I, I was saying more that you know oh, I'm going to be down with you in a couple of days which means there's <laughs> going to be a bunch of retro Ret- shenanigans shenanigans retro shenanigans yes as well as Cal's Strange New World and I don't know. I, I take it you got plans for some other stuff. Or yeah, I mean, I'll think of something for for realsies, but um, it's definitely cool. retro shenanigans and definitely Cal Strange New Worlds. Um, yes, I'm very much looking forward which, to that. Have you, to honestly, because I know that I'm down in. Two I've days, got two to watch. Um, I was going to say, have you finished? No, I haven't yet? finished. And I think that there might be another one that this week that I tomorrow. Have watched, so potentially. So when I when. Um, when we get to watch the new one tomorrow, I should only have that one left. I'm going to watch another one to, to later. Watch. Well, in a bit, maybe not. But I'll watch it tomorrow. Um, but I've got I've got another two, <laughs> and then by the time by okay, the time cool. I've gone round to them, there'll be the newest one out to watch. Well, little teaser because I to to date we have not spoken about this. Obviously, we set the the premise of this up, but I haven't asked you about any of this because wasn't sure if you'd watch them or not. But as an overall, so far, thumbs up, thumbs down. No explanation needed, just where are we at? Okay, so, oh! It's that's there. A 45 yeah, degree thumb it is. So it's, like that's, that. that's excellent. Okay, dog shit. And I'm here. 
So okay. it's not it's not okay, it's not that's... awful. It's not amazing. Just just that. Okay. Well, we will go into that in further detail when we're doing Cal's Strange New World. Um, oh, which is Cal watching the entirety of Strange New Worlds as it's coming out. What I think I would have rather have done with you if you'd had a bit more time is I probably would have watched, wanted you to watch all of Discovery. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> just so that you had, like, so you've had to go through what I've had to go I've through. I've watched some of Discovery. Sort of like, um, yeah, I mean, some of it is fine, I'd say. So I'd say Discovery, I'm probably about a there-ish. Um, but then Picard, and then Lower Decks, and then Prodigy, which I still haven't watched actually yet. But Lower Decks is probably the best thing I love Lower Decks so far um, until Strange New Worlds came out for me. Um, but Lower Decks is again, it's it's made by nerds for nerds, and it's it takes the piss out of everything about yeah. it. But it's also why you like it so much. You know what I mean? Um, so I'd rather you'd watched all of that. And then watch this at the end and just see, you know, comparatively speaking. Um, but then I kind of like the fact that you're just coming at this from just completely, you haven't got any exposure to anything else really, and you're coming into this almost fresh, and how does it kind of yeah. feel? You know, we'll talk about it in a bit more detail. I've even yeah. made notes, but I can't find my tablet. That's well, what I'm my notes. In your head. Right up here. Right up but here. I don't work like that, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because mainly I, any references and stuff I get because I've just watched. I'm constantly watching Voyager and Next Generation. And do you know what I probably need to do is I don't think I've actually sat down and watched like the entirety of the original series. I'm not doing that either. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, but that's the thing. I don't think I would either because it's just sort of like would they actually? Do they hold up? Would they actually go in here? Would it would be the most quintessential like at, at its absolute core and soul? Is that like the perfect incarnation or? Is it just so old and boring and not interesting anymore that it's just sort of like, oh, thank God I'm not watching that. Thank God I'm just going back and watching more Voyager well, or whatever. The good news is, so we're going to be doing um, Carl's Strange New Worlds. Dan's bringing me some. Um, we've, we've got some. Dan's bringing something. We'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. But what Dan? What I might do as well is I've got a Star Trek encyclopedia as oh. well. <laughs> I might bring because there's certain things that will be mentioned in that show that maybe you've got questions about. Maybe, maybe. Because that was written in, like, early 2000s, so it was just after Enterprise finished, I think. So any of the new retcon stuff won't be in there. So we can see if it actually holds up Ooh. with what's in the originals. Because obviously that won't have any we'll there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing to do with any of this new stuff. So is it stuff that's, like, based in, like, old-worldy kind of... Yeah. Lore? So I might do that, see if there's much crossover there, and if it sort of holds true, or if there's, like, big gaping plot holes, which... <laughs> More often than not, there probably will be. But well, what Dan doesn't know is, um, I'm going in some some red hair dye, and Dan's going to watch the entirety of Riverdale. And we're see. I don't want to watch Riverdale. Don't make me watch Riverdale, please. It's going to ha- I'd rather watch Arrow. It's going to happen, Dan. It's going to happen no, no, because no. because we're doing Cal's Strange New Worlds, and part of my Strange New World <laughs> is what kind of world is it where Dan watches Riverdale? <laughs> Uh, not one that I'm going to be a part of. It could be a variant of me. You've got to because it's Zoe in a wig. We've only we've only got one season left. Then it's finished. Then it's done. Right. It, yeah, but there's only what five episodes of Strange New Worlds that you've got to watch, rather than eight episodes of fucking Riverdale that I don't give a shit about. I mean, some of them are musicals. My favourite. <laughs> You're my super friend. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, that'll be happening in the next few days, um, and yeah, that's pretty. That's, that's it, Dan. 
I think that's it. Yep, that'll do. So that'll we're going to leave it there. If you want to see more stuff, head over to podcastversusplayer.com where you can see Let's Plays videos, videos, Let's Plays uh, game shows, reviews, m- more podcasts like this. If you want to just listen to it as well, you can get it over on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon Music. Google Music. Google, yeah, it's all out. It's pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can actually get this podcast. Like a rash. Yeah, but like not as painful. Sometimes, like this outro, it's pretty painful, but most of the time it's just kind of there. <laughs> right. Bye. <laughs>